Welcome to the Rocket Movies Podcast. This is Carlo Lopez, your host for the cast. Hey, thanks again for joining me on this Memorial Day. Uh, once again, for listeners from other parts, our Memorial Day is just a celebration of our uh, military and, and the heroes that served and fought for our country. Uh, so we always want to thank them and, and uh, just about every day, not just today, but every day. But uh, on today's Memorial Day, it's, it's uh, definitely a celebration of those heroes. And once again, if your families have served and or you've served, and we do appreciate your service as well uh, for those who are alive. But uh, once again, on this, this cast is a little bittersweet. There's some things going on out there. We've lost some some good people out there, including one of my, my friends and co-workers, Rich Mon, just wanted to give my condolences to the family, um, was able to go to the viewing. And so it's never easy when you lose a friend of, you know, 23, 24 years. So um, just all of a sudden, but uh, once again, he was a great person, great friend and a great man and a, and a good, uh, good, good person to, to know. Uh, once again, that's, that's just uh, uh, my own personal condolences for Mr. Rich Mon. Uh, but we lost a few others and uh, of course um, you know Fred Ward you know he's done so many things and and but really what I love to watch him on over and over again is Tremors I just love that movie with Kevin Bacon uh, it's just so funny because they played just great people but anyway Fred Ward and and of course from the music scene Depeche Mode's Andy Fletcher who keyboardist you know just uh i guess that that band was just they were different they're keyboard synthesizers they just brought this whole new sound back in the 80s and 90s and i was fortunate to see them live in concert and definitely uh we're gonna miss that so you know so just in memory to andy fletcher and alan white which some of you may not know but yes was a great band from the 70s and 80s they had some cool videos too on mtv back in the day uh, but definitely, um, you know, we're going to miss these people that, that are gone. But Alan White from Yes, a uh, great drummer. Uh, if you've never heard the band Yes, go listen to them. Uh, I'm pretty sure you've heard of Depeche Mode. Go check them out. Just some great stuff. Uh, and of course, Fred Ward, go watch some of his old classic movies and things. He was always playing a cool dude. Uh, but anyway, uh, just condolences to all of them and their families and people. And of course, once again, bittersweet because of what happened in Uvalde, Texas. It's just down the street from us here in San Antonio, Selma area. And so, you know, once again, this is not a political show. I just want to give a shout out to all of those families and condolences to all those little children and teachers and, and brave, brave little kids and children. And this thing, you know, the only thing I have to say is that hopefully something will change, you know, because... Uh, you know, there's been so many shootings this last, you know, couple of years, and we shouldn't get numb to that, you know, of, of killing little children and innocent people and bystanders. And, and I get it, if you're in a gang or you're in drugs or whatever, hey, that's the lifestyle you live. Okay, we can deal with that. But some of this stuff, like these children, and the, the difference is that, the, and, and once again, not to be political, but to see their stories and to see those little children these young kids talking about it that is what should hit home and not to be political about this but to remember and to you know say our prayers for the community of uvalde texas and what they've been through it's just it's such a shame to see that and um just the the politics of and it's bullshit if you ask me you know uh, but you're not but i'm just you know it's just it's just it's 
let's not forget the message of these families that lost their children and relatives and and teachers and, and just the that let's just remember you know those people not the, the person who did it but those people not the wise because we can talk about the wise and like i said this ain't the show for that just wanted to say you know hey my condolences to all of those families and if you knew any of them and i know some people who knew some of those people if you knew them and i'm so sorry and, and i'm so sorry this happened to you maybe your family member or a friend or somebody but once again my deepest condolences and all my prayers go out to those people and to anybody who who gets into that situation or gets killed or shot up by some lunatic but anyway <clears throat> moving on once again the bittersweet part the sweet part is talking about two movies you know top gun and valet um you know top gun you know gosh i mean we saw it i'm i'm gonna just straight up give it a full bag of candies and some and a full bucket of popcorn and two sodas <laughs> and so remember if you're diabetic get some diabetic candies out there there's a lot of good sugar-free candies but top gun and the first one came out in 1986 36 years ago and tom cruise was so young and damn tom cruise still looks good he don't age you know and, and fight me if you think i'm wrong because i'm telling you tom has aged pretty damn gracefully i don't know if he's had some botox or some something but damn he still looks good and, and i can say that as a man because i'm very confident in, in me and and uh but but uh you know seeing you know top gun at imax i promise you go watch it in imax if you can or avx or rpx or whatever premium big theater screen that you got um just go and have some fun the way they filmed it in real planes it is truly tom cruise stuff man this dude you know he he's gonna go out there and and give it his all 100 and so i'm okay with him yelling at his cast if he wants people to be safe because these things are big and, and we waited an extra two years for this because of COVID. and so the the wait was so worth it the cast was so spot on uh, it's definitely a popcorn candy fun movie made the most money that tom cruise has ever made in an opening weekend uh, of course the cast are so many good people of course tom cruise is, is pete maverick mitchell and if you don't know he's maverick that's top gun maverick and uh, jennifer conley who i'm a big fan of hers i've always you know liked her all the way back in the day and until now so she plays penny benjamin mouse teller who once again i think he's done a great thing so far in the roles except for fantastic four <laughs> that was not good but miles teller miles teller is you know he plays bradley rooster bradshaw and bradshaw is the son of goose and goose is obviously if you don't remember go watch top gun again that's that was you know um, maverick's partner who dies and so that was was really a really nice connection connective tissue to the first one and val kilmer god bless val kilmer i I got it. He, he comes in, he plays Admiral Tom Iceman Kazansky. And Iceman and him were the ones that were just at each other. And But to see the way they did it was so neat. And I don't want to ruin how he communicates, but then he does communicate. And you will see. I mean, he's part of this movie. And it is very emotional for me, you know, just 
knowing that it's the weekend before Memorial Day and just knowing Val Kilmer and what he's gone through in his personal life now and his neck issues and all of that that he's gone through. But to see him and see him look great, he looked good. And so, but the way they tied up his story was very emotional to me. I had tears coming out, I ain't gonna lie. Or maybe it was the hot dogs and the onions, I, I don't know. But it was so good. And and Bashir Salhuddin is kind of like uh, his partner in this movie that supports Maverick. And he did such a wonder, wonderful job. And you have the awesome John Hamm. Uh, he plays Ad- Admiral Bo Simpson. So he's kind of the guy that, you know, he's forced to deal with Maverick in a sense because of Iceman. But, you know, great cast, Charles Purnell, Monica Barbro. There are a lot of young people that come play the young pilots. Lewis Pullman, Jay Ellis. There's so many to, to talk about, you know. But um, great movie. The story itself is fun. It's about, you know technology bypassing ancient you know type of things and just the way we are nowadays i mean ai you know computers technology you know just bypassing you know you go from you know records you know which thank god vinyl's coming back but vinyl tapes eight tracks cds you know dvds you know streaming mp3s you know all of that it's just technology sometimes passes passes you by and with with drones and with better aircraft and things of that nature, the story are these pilots outdone. Sometimes you need human pilots or human people to do a job and not just a drone or AI. Because trust me, if we keep building our AI, they're going to destroy us one day. <laughs> and Terminator coming true. But it's just, it's a movie that just, it's a worth the wait. And so they have a mission that they have to accomplish. They have to train in so long. And it is a, a fun movie. It's, it's. I'm telling you, the action sequences, the the music, going back to Kenny Log and Steve Stevens and, and some of the old music, but mixing it up with the new, like Lady Gaga. So the soundtrack, which my buddy Ron may disagree on the soundtrack, but yes, yeah, some of it's nostalgia. The score itself is great, you know, because who doesn't know that score, you know? And, and so with Top Gun, uh, I mean, I'm telling you, full bag of candies, uh, it's definitely worth the wait of all these years. I think they picked a pretty decent, good script. Uh, it definitely has heart, emotion, and some of those old places that they went to in the first movie, the bar scenes. And so I thought, oh no, they're not going to do the bar scene again, but it was different. It was done different. Okay, so it wasn't them singing the Everly Brothers song, you know, you lost that love and feeling, it's different. But you see why and the connection and and some of the flashbacks and stuff. The only thing they don't really mention is his ex from the other movie and, you know, but I'm good with Jennifer Connelly. Like I said, she, you know, she plays the new love interest and Tom Cruise once again is a bad boy in this one as well and he's going to do it his way and in the end you get a... a, a a great result so uh, go check it out go enjoy it uh, maybe watch the first Top Gun and then watch this one because it's they're so they are connected obviously um, and I think it's so good for some of these movies to come back to nostalgia but to create another little story but connected to the past there's nothing wrong with the past it's good the 80s were good you know and 80s have never ended honestly 
Uh, I just got my new 4K version of They Live. Oh my gosh, just John Carpenter and watching that. And I'm gonna give a shout out to Sonos, my new surround sound <laughs> with Sonos. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. So Sonos, if you're listening, you wanna support me, I'm supporting you, brother. But uh, it is amazing. So if you're looking for a top-notch surround sound, you know, that is just truly satellite and awesome. Man, I'm looking forward to all the new 4K movies that I'm getting, watching them with the amazing Sonos surround sound system. So check that out if, if you guys are into surround sound system. Sonos is just the arc, the new arc. It's, it's awesome. But anyway, um, and then uh, moving on, just a, a fun movie. It's it's on Hulu called Ballet. And Ballet is, I thought when, I, when we first watched it, I watched it with some friends and it's on Hulu. And Ballet is about, um, I thought of the J-Lo Owen uh, Wilson movie kind of that but it really was similar but different and it's it's directed by Richard Wong and I'm sorry on Top Gun it was directed by Joseph Kaczynski but moving on to Valet again it was directed by Richard Wong and it just came out so saw it and it stars Eugenio Derbez and he plays Antonio Flores and he's been in Overboard a lot of good movies from Sp- the Spanish actor he's great and he's funny and uh Samara Weaving, who plays Olivia Allen. So Olivia is the superstar who gets caught in a in an affair, and so there's a photo taken, and just kind of and it's on the, the 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 trailer. But the photo is of her and and Vincent, who Vincent Royce is played by Max Greenfield. But who's the billionaire that she's having the affair with? Well, guess who? Antonio Flores, which is played by Eugenio. They're caught in the same photograph. So it's a, it's a story of. How do they weave it to protect her career? Because she's got a new movie being released and about Olivia, uh, Amelia Earhart. But anyway, so the cast itself is a pretty fun cast. And um, there's just, uh, it's a, a wacky tell of how, are they going to get past this affair? How does Samara get over this? And typically you have the, you know, Olivia is her name, you know, the main girl's gonna fall in love with the guy. Well, it's not like that. It's a little different. And but it's about because Antonio's also trying to get his ex-wife back. And so his mom's played by the famous Carmen Salinas, Spanish actress, Mexican actress, uh, that passed away in December. This past December. And it's just hilarious the 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 interactions that they have. But the thing with Antonio and the cast is predominantly Hispanic, which once again, some of it's stereotypical, but man, it's so funny that I just have to like it as my culture, even though I'm a coconut. And, <laughs> and if you know what a coconut is, you know what a coconut is. That's kind of what I am. But I'm proud of my Hispanic Mexican culture, trust me. And uh, But seeing some of their, you know, the, the family, the love, the feeding everybody. I mean, you can go to a cantina or a Mexican bar, and if they have a barbecue, they're going to serve you. They're going to give you some food. They're going to go, you know, get us. You know, you want some food? I mean, that's just the way the, our people roll. You're going to give and help others, and this is what it is. And you'll see some of that in this movie. And it's just hilarious because of their friendship that grows. And and uh, But I'm going to give this one a full bag of candies because Hulu did a good job. They did a good job making this fun movie. Uh, it's a good, it's a love story in the end. Um, there's other reasons, and they're trying to save the neighborhood because of all the gentrification that's going on in, 
in most major cities, you know, uh, kicking out, not kicking out the poor, but certainly raising prices where these the poor can't afford it. So they got to move out. And so it's kind of deals with that topic as well. And so, but there's a, a really nice end to the story. And, but I got to tell you about the actor, Eugenio Derbez, right? Because just his innocence, <clears throat> you know, like I see it. And you like him for that. And that's what gives it heart. And his his innocence that he can play, I'm telling you, it's just funny. But it's on Hulu, so if you don't have Hulu, well, maybe you should get it for seven bucks. Go watch a good movie. It's it's like I said, stars, you know, many other people in it. And uh, it does star uh, the girl that plays um, Selena's sister, Suzette. So I forgot, I'm, I'm drawing the blank with the actress. Uh, maybe Noemi Gonzalez, but plays uh, a character in the movie but <coughs> excuse me and uh, good good stuff sorry about that i had to take a drink of water the um, allergies over here in san antonio are horrible so if you ever think about moving here hopefully you don't have any allergies but anyway so moving on to two shows real quick before i end um ozark finally it ended and I was pretty happy with the ending. I do have a complaint with Ozark in the sense that uh, I'm going to give that overall four, a full bag of candies. But this season, I'm going to give it about two and a half because I feel like they, Jason Bateman, who plays, and if you have never seen Ozark, go check it out. It's great. Jason Bateman plays Marty Bird, and it's about the Bird family. And Laura Lanny plays Wendy Bird, and she's phenomenal, so no doubt. And Julia Garner plays Ruth Langmore, and that she has to be like like my favorite. Um, the ending of it was, was is it's it's okay. It's um, just I don't know. I I just think that with this season, Jason Bateman's character when they wrote it, I don't know what he was always the one to get them out of trouble, figure it out, get everybody out of the trouble that Wendy causes his wife always with the cartel and deals with the cartel if you've never seen Ozark it's it's uh he has to end up working for the cartel otherwise he could get killed well it's been uh this season four and it left it open ended in the sense that it's over but I can see them doing more but you know and I don't want to ruin it there's certain people who die that I don't want to die but it's just part of the show but once again, my complaint was that they almost made Jason like, or, or, or Martin, or Marty. They made him like a secondary character in the sense that, okay, Wendy, how are we, you're going to get us into this trouble, which directly results in the death of people. And then you're going to get us out, which it shouldn't be like that. It should be Marty getting them out. But anyway, that's my complaint. But it was definitely a satisfying end. I hope there's more. Uh, you know, when it comes to money and all that, you never know. Uh, I think they're definitely, it's definitely open-ended. And But Ozark, if you into it, check it out. It's it's good. And, of course, Stranger Things 4, <laughs> Volume 1, you know. And, wow, just watched it this weekend. What a great weekend, like I said. Bittersweet, but Stranger Things 4, this season is really dark. It's definitely, um, I know it's definitely homage or connected to Nightmare on Elm Street, the thing, John Carpenter's thing. 
Um, the way they made it, it ties into that, and they do their own little spin off of it. It's so perfect. The, the soundtrack clearly is great. Uh, Kate Bush is, you know, one of her songs is now top of the charts because of this movie from the 80s. I mean, just the 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 the, the new characters they introduced are great. They're 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 fun. Uh, it, it stars, of course, our our Millie Bobby Brown, and it stars, uh, you know, uh, uh, David Harbour, Winona Ryder, Finn Wolfhard plays Mike, uh, Gatton Matarazzo plays Dustin, and damn, I just I love this kid, Dustin. He does remind me of my boy Mike, Mikey. But he's just got that cute face, man. That those dimples and shit. It's just hilarious. And Caleb McLaughlin plays Lucas. And, you know, Nancy Wheeler's played by Natalia Dyer. Charlie Eden plays Jonathan Byers. He doesn't have that much of a big role here. I think it's probably because his real life troubles with getting busted and stuff and some other shit. But uh this the rest of the cast, you know, Matthew Modine comes back and he plays uh, uh Martin Brenner and then you get to see some new characters that are that are really funny, that that are just great, and, and you'll see. I'm not trying to ruin it, but it is there is uh, definitely the horror element. To this one, everyone has kind of their element, but this one is it's just darker. It's more horror. It's it's uh, the kids that the, the you know David Harbour's character you know plays Jim Hopper, and we know through the trailers that he's alive in Russia. And oh, was so perfect because the '80s was also about Russia. And now look, we're back with that stuff again. But but it's almost like four or five different adventures going on, and so they need extra time. And I love that every episode's over an hour. And I mean, talking movie length, uh, episode seven's like an hour and like thirty or forty minutes. Episode eight is going to be like another hour and thirty. And episode nine, which they used to do eight, the ninth episode now is going to be. Two hours and thirty minutes. So we did wait three years for this new season because of COVID and everything else that went on. Uh, but man, I just I love it. And once again, on that new Sonos surround sound, oh my gosh, I can hear everything around me because it's Dolby Atmos and it's so amazing. Uh, but the the cast is great. The parents, the parents play so much more in this one as well. Their parents. So, but this story is also, I mean, Stranger Things obviously is a really story about Eleven. You know, El Ellie. Eleven, uh, played by Millie Bobby Brown, and it's going back to her roots and you know how she becomes who she is and how they're trying to manipulate her and use her, and they're doing it again. And so you're gonna see, I mean, how it happened to her in the beginning and how they're doing it again uh, through flashbacks and all that stuff. So uh, David Harbor, they gotta get him out of prison. That's just comic relief. That's in any show or movie your horror movies need some kind of comic relief and it's their scene that they're trying to save Jim Hopper from a prison in Russia so you'll see uh, and the stuff that they go through to get there and all that it's funny but once again uh, you know if you're in strange things check it out I'm so been into this series since it started and uh, the cast clearly is getting older. It's supposed to end season five, you know, maybe next year, and maybe have some spinoffs because this world is too great that they've built. But certainly uh, enjoy this season. It's definitely worth it. They're definitely popcorn, you know, show. Enjoy all of that, you know, because it's just once again one of these shows that you just binge through it, and I don't care. Give me more, you know. So I'm ready for July 1st was when the second 
uh, episode eight and nine, which is the volume two come out, but they're almost four hours right there. So that's right, four shows. So yeah, Stranger Things four, definitely four bags of candy. You know, I'm gonna go four bags of the upside down candy bars too, man, because it's good. Uh, anyway, so once again, uh, just to mention again, the, the the people that have passed, especially in Uvalde, Texas, just wants to. I want to give my condolences and heartfelt prayers for all of those people in that community. Uh, you know, we love you and, and we support you and we're here for you and to, you know, all the people that have passed on. And once again, to my boy, Richmond, you know, we love you. We miss you already. And the office won't be the same without you. So um, rest in peace. And uh, we'll see you on the flip side. And everyone else, enjoy this Memorial Day. If you're somewhere else in the world, enjoy your day and, and support your military as well because they fight for you guys every day. Uh, they die for you guys, just like ours does over here. Uh, so we just truly uh, thank them for all of their ser- service and courage and just the support that they give us to do this kind of things where I can do podcasts and watch good movies, good shows, earn a living, you know, uh, collect all my you know stuff that I collect and rock outs and concerts and just everything that that they provide and they allow us to do is to keep that peace in the world and to do so much more but at that cost of their own lives so god bless all of them god bless uh, all the forces uh and so uh we do support you and so anyway all you guys you guys have a great week and we'll see you next week and, and you have a blessed day and blessed week go love somebody hug somebody pick somebody up and we'll talk to you later guys have a good one bye-bye